thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. Here we are up for a chat about the hottest topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And welcome to today's podcast. So we're super excited to share the information that we've got for you guys today because guess what? It's all about traveling. Stop it. We're just a little bit excited. <laughs> Only because she leaves on Tuesday for a magnificent trip. <laughs> yes, yes, you are right. Yes, I am gloating. Yes, I am showing off. Correct. Yes, I am. Just happened to be flitting off for a casual trip. Where am I going? I'm going to, I'm flying off to Rome and then I've got two week cruise around the Greek island. Did we actually ask or is she just telling us? (laughs) You know, I'm just telling. She's been dropping names, you know that. Oh, such a turn. I know. Lush, lush actually. So we're at the two weeks. Two week cruise around the Greek islands. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And so we're visiting Santorini, Mykonos, Dubrovnik, Venice, um, you know, really everything that's fabulous. (laughs) And then we go to Paris and then we go down to Nice and then we go to Portofino, Cinque Terre, Monte Carlo, um, Marseille. (laughs) It's all so (laughs) civilised. And then we fly to Barcelona and then Barcelona home. Shut the front door. (laughs) Don't you just wish you were me? (laughs) Do you know what I find really funny? Such a time. Do you know what I find really funny? Because when I go on a trip, I have no idea where I'm going. All I do is know the next place the next day. I would never be able to name all those places. So, so here in Lyons, listeners, the difference. We have the, the travelling princess and the travelling Wilbury. You've got your choice here. I'm very serious. I would not be able to say, if I was going on a cruise, I'd go, yeah, I'm going on a cruise. Uh, I'm not sure where we're starting and I'm not sure where we're ending, but, yeah, we're going on a cruise. That, that's how really? I... Really? Yeah, yeah. When I... Somebody said to me, oh, what time's your flight leave? And I went, well, I won't know that till the day before because I don't. Because why look ahead? I always look at what I'm doing on that day and then I go, okay, well, next day I better find out if I'm on a 6 a.m. flight because if I am on a 6 a.m. flight, then I need to get ready tonight. Yeah, but, yeah, but are you talking about... Holidays, or are you talking about work? Because when you've gone on a travelling holiday, you're a lot more. How it organises it? So no, I'm not. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) She's a rock star. She's a a rock star. She just just turns turns up. up. I do. I just turn up. I like. I have no idea. I just really Howard does it all, and then all everybody in the office does all my other stuff, and so I'm handed a little black folder. No, I don't know. I don't know about rock star. I'm going to go with Brat. I'm actually with you. Brat, no. I think Brat, Brat. Hello. Hello, Brat worst. It's so actually. true. It's so scary, but I, I do. I go with the black folder that has every day organised for me where I have to be, what time I have to be there. Oh, too spoiled. It is a bit spoiled, spoiled. isn't it? Yeah. Well, I've got to sit down and make okay. the little itinerary so that I know what time our flights are so that I know where we've got to be at what time and all that. Mm. So I still have to do that. So you um, organised your whole trip. You have done the flights, the times, the... Would Matt not do that? Um, oh, no, well, um, no, so he Matt's probably me. would. Matt's me. No, he likes to be involved oh, in he it. Does. Like, he's, he's booked all of our onshore tours and all those sorts of things. So he likes to be involved in it. I think I'm just a little bit more internet savvy. 
Yeah. Maybe that's all that it is. Because he's, he's very involved. He's very involved. Mm. And he knows exactly where we're going. And he's very much like he likes to... He likes to participate in all of that. Yeah, yeah. But that's so exciting. So exciting. <laughs> or you've worked then, your chuff off, love. You deserve this little break. Yeah, you I do. I think so too. I think so too. And then when I get back, I've got three days and then I fly off to San Francisco for a conference. And then I get back from there and I've got two weeks and then I rip off to London for another conference. Ow! Did, did we ask? Did no, we, we didn't ask. She lies. It's not London. No, it's Birmingham. It's Birmingham. 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 Yeah, because I used to say Birmingham. That's and someone said Birmingham. to me, it's Birmingham. Birmingham. So, Birmingham. so girls, mm. let's yeah, sorry, instead sorry, of showing sorry. off and, and okay. talking about all your little trips and everything that you're going away, work. did I drop in that I'm going Correct. to the States? Anyway, I just thought I'd drop that one in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're off to Greece. Greece is fine. So we thought it was oh, very appropriate. such a brat. <laughs> now, how are we going to do podcasts? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Skype. Don't worry, listeners, we'll be there with you. We won't be that selfish. We'll leave you alone every Tuesday when you download these. But we thought it would be a great idea to share with you some of our travel tips and what we do when we travel because also a number of you have been asking what are some of the things that you use to travel with and what are the the tips that you've got to have us have good health whilst we're travelling. So maybe a couple of the things that you do, Cindy, what are some non-negotiables that definitely happen for you when you're travelling that have to come with you no matter what? I figured if I've got my passport, I'm fine. I can buy anything else. That's the way I look at it. So if I forget something, I don't panic about it. I just go passport, credit cards. Although I have gone to Europe without my wallet. <laughs> I have she done did that. Too. I did. did. And what did you do? Well, I got to, um, where was I, Hong Kong or Singapore, and I rang Howie, and I just went, oops, I haven't got my credit cards. I have nothing. I have probably... That's scary. It was really scary because what had happened was that I was... I always... T- I don't take Medicare cards and all of that stuff. Yeah. I actually have this tiny little wallet that I put all my credit cards in and for some reason I just didn't do it. First time and only time I've ever done it. So I get to um, London and I had someone picking me up and they basically had... Because I was really upset. I yeah. Went, well, how am I going to survive? And... Um, so Howard had actually rung the people that were picking me up um, who were organising the, the talk that I was doing. So as soon as I'd done a talk, then I had money and yeah. I had cash in order to keep going. But, yeah, it was it, – without money – okay, so, all right, non-negotiables, passport and money. Everything else you can buy. Everything else, you, you know, you, it doesn't matter if you've forgotten your makeup or anything like that, but make sure you've got your two non-negotiables. They're looking at each other as though to say, hang on. Like, who would travel without their makeup? (laughs) (laughs) What a stupid thing to say. That's the one thing she wouldn't forget. (laughs) That was already packed. Yeah, non negotiables, passport, and money. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. everything else, you could get there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so what about from a health perspective? Like some things, I know when you travel, you have your little chili bin. Yeah, but you can't take that overseas. You can't take it overseas. But but let's talk both. Let's talk if you're travelling nationally and internationally. Yeah, well, food is the most important thing after money and... and, Well, if you don't need a passport when you're travelling here, so Mm. the passport goes and the food comes. (laughs) (laughs) So I have my little red um, esky, and in that esky, depending on what time of day I'm flying, so this morning, you know, I've come um, with my esky, and in my esky I have fruit... Um, I have um, a coconut water, I have cater, I have um, pomegranate, um, and I'll, I'll probably put some, what else would I usually put in there, some, some actually probably more fruit is mm-hmm. basically what I travel with in the morning. 
in the afternoon, I'll have a salad with sweet potato and meats and things like that. And if I'm traveling for quite a few days, I make sure I put in some yummies. So I'll make up some slices or some date squishes or, or something like that that will go in there. And that, that'll be my sweet treat if I want a sweet treat ever. So, yeah. I find those sweet or nut treats, like I make oh, nut yeah. balls and things, they're not just a sweet treat. They're actually sometimes my fuel. Yeah. That's all I'll have because if you go – we were in Adelaide just the other day and my girlfriend and I arrived there and Dr. Brett Hill took us to um, the markets, which was great. Um, but we're walking Was he bare feet? He wasn't barefoot literally, but he had his barefoot shoes on. Right. Um, but he took us to the Adelaide markets and he said this is – probably the one unique factor or unique thing about Adelaide that's different to any other city. But he goes, but it's quite sort of um, rural, you know, quite, it's been around for years. And anyway, we went there. Okay, I have to share this with you both. I just about <laughs> died. He takes me to a stand called Something Wild. Okay, are you with me? Yeah. In the oh, no. butchery thing. No. We're, wait for it. No. Coke, uh, not coconut, <laughs> crocodile, <gasps> crocodile skewers with roux. Really? You don't sound excited. I was repulsed. Oh, I can't no. believe you Australians eat crocodile. Okay. And Ruth. <laughs> I've, I've even got the photo. I have to show you both. But while we're talking... Crocodile but... Hunter wouldn't be very happy with me, just as well he's not here, to listen to me say, well, I'd really like to try crocodile. It, no. no. It's just not normal. No. Who eats crocodile? We okay, can't so, eat so here, look, look. <laughs> crocodile. This was on the skewer. Croc, oh. wild pork, goat, emu, Alpaca. Oh, no. Wow. No, that's too much. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's so amazing. I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> anyway, the reason why I bought up these markets, they, I just died diverse, but it is interesting to see what oh, other cu- wow. cultures do. Sorry. But we went to the nut stand, and the first A thing... little alpaca. No, 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 Have you no. seen how cute the little alpacas are? No, no, no. Don't even... And look, it's got sampler kebab. Anyway, let's not go there. No. Look. I had to take a photo. Um, but right opposite something wild was the nut shop, and they were all organic nuts and seeds, and that's where I went. And I got my little supply of my nuts and seeds and things. So for me, so long as I've got nuts, nuts and seeds, yep, that's a good one. You know, because then mm. when you're on the plane, because I don't want to eat anything on the plane, mm. you should see what people were eating on the plane. I know. I know. And I know so you've good. spoken about, yeah. you know, chicken's not chicken mm. and all that sort of thing, but I have, if I've got my fruit, and I've got a nut slice or nut balls or something or some nuts and seeds, I'm okay because that'll get me through to the next meal that I can go and buy. Mm. You know, the other thing that's non-negotiable for me, I've just realised, is they're hitting each other. Um, Is a non-negotiable for me is instant calm and energy and vitality. Oh, the oils. Yeah, the oils are really, and you can, you talk about what you carry, but they're my two most important oils of 28. And my iPod. My iPod's my other thing that I really, really like because if there's noise on the plane or if I can't sleep or um, I'm in an environment where I've travelled to that I'm not happy with, I, my earphone and my, my iPod is really, really important. And we've got our iPhones now that we can do that with. Um, but my, I have an iPod that's just filled with podcasts, filled with meditations, filled with music that calms or excites me or whatever it is. So, yeah, definitely that would be another non-negotiable. Well, yeah. well speaking of the oils, definitely I take with me because you can take up to 100 mils on a plane yeah. internationally. And um, what are your mils? So the, the spritzer bottles are 50 mils so and the oils are 10 mils. Yeah. You could even take the 100 mils body boost yeah. oil if you want to but you don't need to no so for me you're right there there's probably three four oils i travel with definitely 
definitely three, but more often not than four. Definitely instant calm and energy and vitality because depending on the time zone, so if you know you're getting on a plane, I try and put myself ahead into the where I'm heading to's time zone. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So if I'm thinking, even though the lights are all going down and maybe it's daylight over there, I'll try and stay awake through the night Mm -hmm. reading or listening or watching a movie or doing something with energy and vitality. Then when it's time to sleep, and I'll miss meals to try and do this, um, I will then put in instant calm on a tissue, I'll, I'll inhale it and I'll lie there, I'll put a drop on my chest and I'll just try and put myself in a sleep zone. Now the other thing I've started travelling with in association with um, instant calm is homeopathic melatonin. So, yeah, it's really good to help with jet lag. You can get it from any natural health food store. But if you start taking the melatonin, like, at the time that you know you're going to be sleeping, so I'd use that in conjunction with the instant calm, then your body is already going into sleep. Even if you don't fully sleep, your body is going into rest mode um, and ready so that when you get to the other end, because the worst thing that can happen, as we all know, when we arrive somewhere early in the morning and you are shattered, Mm. if you sleep in the afternoon or you do have a sleep, sometimes it's the hardest thing because then you're awake at 2 or 3 or 4 in the morning and it takes you more days Mm. to get over it. So that's something that I use in association with the uh, Instant Calm. The other two oils I'll take is Immune Boost without fail because the minute you sit on a plane, someone sneezes or coughs or there's <laughs> What dirt. is with that, by the what? way? I don't know. Within seconds, I've got a bet. Fleur and I have had this thing for years whenever we've travelled. Within seconds it is. One or two seconds, someone's snorting, sneezing, snotting, coughing. It's foul. You know what I find amusing here is that I've never, ever noticed that. Oh, you've got to. Because it doesn't bother me. Because it's not something, you know, when when, what you focus on, you get. What you focus on, you get. Was something like that doesn't bother me. No, 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 Cindy. It's ignorance on your behalf. That's all. You're just not (laughs) noticing. Did she say that? (laughs) Jeez, don't hold back now. I thought she was going to come up with some amazing Amazing insight. Yes. And she comes up with, I'm ignorant. (laughs) No, I mean. No, you're full of ignorance, yeah, meaning you ignore now. you ignore the coughing and sneezing. I really don't notice it. Yeah, you will now. Do you notice <laughs> Do you notice, and I know Thanks. that this is just a me thing, but do you guys notice the number of babies that scream oh. blue murder on planes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've so it's not just me. No, earphones. I've traveled That's why them. I have my earphones. And, and I always have one. You know what I notice? Actually, not the coughing and the sniffing. I've always got the kid behind me pushing the seat. Oh, oh yeah. same. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, no. And it, it infuriates me. I like go, and then I kind of do the, after two hours, I glance around. <laughs> you try and look over your shoulder at the parent and go, I can try you do something to look there? through the, the thing at the parent to go, hello. And then I look back. But it has to be a couple of hours of annoyance. You know, like if it happens in the beginning, you know, the parents try to stop it. But if it continues, then I look at the parent and go, well, Something that, needs to be done, yeah. but that's hard. And, and, and being a mother traveling with young children, yeah. it's hell. And it's scary. And people yeah, look you up and down and they think you're revolting and they think you're the worst parent in the world. And that's where my other oil comes in handy. Which is? Lavender. <laughs> so I travel with those four oils. Now, I have been known to pick up children uh, that aren't mine, but they're screaming because I look at the mother and I think, poor mother. Cause oh, I've been, yeah, because I've been there. And I've picked up the child and I've put a drop of lavender on my shoulder and I've picked up this child about and I said, would you like me to walk with it? it? Um, and and I put the baby's shoulder, head onto my shoulder. I'm like, breathe, breathe. And you the lavender on Lavender's on my shoulder. But it helps. And, and you've smothered it to death totally, and then you give it totally. back to the mother. Dead. Yeah. But at least it's quiet. <laughs> 
But lavender to me is also highly antiseptic. So immune boost and lavender are the two antiseptic oils. And so I'm even, I'm such a snob though. The minute my tray comes down, I spritz it and I wipe it with a tissue because I just can't cope with how many bugs and things are on there. Um, and so my immune boost spritzer goes everywhere. Even when I sit at tables, I spritz when I go to the supermarket. It's in my bag all the time. I One of the dirtiest places are elevator you know those travelator things, the handles, and sh- supermarket trolleys. So I spritz all the time whenever I'm putting my hand in. and toilets. Toilets, let's not go there. So you take the immune boost as your saviour when travelling. You can't go without it. Have you got yours? Are you ready? Have you got yours ready to pack? I'm all sorted. Good. <laughs> I can't be without my. How big is your suitcase? It's as big as me. <laughs> it's as tall as well. It comes up to my chest. <laughs> It comes up to my chest. It's one of those Samsonite um, fabulous numbers, actually. It was quite expensive. But I figured I wanted to get something that was really, really big and ultra, ultra light. I think the thing weighs like 0.5 of a kilo, half a kilo. It's really big. It's about, comes up to about my chest. <laughs> and she's no shorty. And it's going empty, love, so that you can fill it. Is that with the away. heels or not with the heels? Well, here's the sitch. <laughs> here's the sitch. The Samsonite will probably only be half full. And then we're taking another suitcase, which is Matt's suitcase, and that will be empty. Yes, it shall. Yes, yes, because there shall be purchasing of shoes, handbags, all things fabulous. Anything else I decide I want, yes, I shall be purchasing. Stop it. Whereas I, I want to go with the smallest suitcase I can possibly have. I, I hate dragon stuff. Sorry. <laughs> she nearly said that. She nearly said it. I hate dragon stuff with me. I will wear maybe two pairs of jeans while I'm gone. Um, it, everything is in twos. But if you go for a month, Matt and I were actually talking about this last night. What's the deal? You go mm. for a month. You can't possibly pack a month's worth of clothes. No, you can't. So you just keep, and really nobody's seeing you for the second time over and over and over again. So herein lies another thing to yeah. always pack and take on holiday with you. Washing powder? Yes. Some sort of washing powder or washing powder liquid, something yeah. that's there so you can yeah. quickly wash things. You do. We do, we do all our hand washing. Mm. Like when we, we travel oh, with the kids, all right. our knickers, socks, all that yep. underwear stuff. Look, she's writing it down. Always travel with mm. some sort of soap powder, natural, if you please. Um, or, you know, your immune boost. As silly as it sounds, you can use soap in the hotel to wash marks off. Um, that's not a natural soap usually, but if that's what you're trying to do, is soak it and rinse it. And then I put the immune boost in the water and rinse it through uh, all the immune boost. I haven't thought about that because yeah, I, I wash in the shower. So I wash yeah, socks and underwear yeah. in the so. shower and I only take two pairs. Mm. Two. One I um, wear and one I'm washing. You take oh, two mm. pairs of undies? Two pairs. If you're going to go for a month? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Stop. Well, you wash one and then you wear one. Why oh. would you take any more? You've got to remember, I, I spent... I take at least 10, oh, just no. in case I can't oh, wash no, no, some. No. I would be taking 30. Yeah, yeah, one a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. a disposable. I don't want... <laughs> I don't want any... I don't wear anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ultimate brat oh, for me. That was... That was hysterical. <laughs> you would take 30 pairs of undies. She's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so bad. It's no, good. two pairs. <laughs> Even if I'm going for a month, like I've been in Canada in America for a month, I took two pairs. One I wash, one I I wear. And you know where I learned this? When I did Outward Bound and I travelled for two months with a backpack on my back and I had to carry it all the time. Backpack on my back? (laughs) (laughs) I had to carry everything. And you were minimalistic. It was it was everything you did. You had two T-shirts, two pairs of shorts, one pair of longs, and I usually had the longs that you could zip on or zip off. 
Um, good we don't have two, three princesses in this yeah, group. Yeah, we're just as well. Wow, I'm just battling with this really. <laughs> <laughs> two well, pairs of socks, um, one pair of shoes, maybe a pair of thongs. This is because you've got to carry it for two months. And you think about it, you don't want to carry 50 kilo. There is no way. She's got mat. Okay. I've seen, have you seen the size of Matt's yeah, calves. Yeah, I have seen them. Yeah. Have you seen his calves? Those calves were born and built for carrying. <laughs> Karen stuff. Correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do not want to carry and cart stuff around. Well, we were worrying about that, and I did get a little bit of flack, I will be honest, because Matt's quite <laughs> down to frugal. He's like me. Oh, yeah, Matt, very yeah. much like you. Mm. Peas in a pod. Um <laughs> I copped a bit of flack wanting to take two bags, and his concern was we're going to have to wait for two bags to come off every damn carousel and every baggage because we've got a couple of internal flights and Mm. trains, planes and automobiles along the way. (laughs) And he's like, so you're going to be dragging a bag, I'm going to be dragging a bag, and the whole lot's going to just be a nightmare. So I'm actually thinking perhaps I need to try and get it down to just the Samsonite. Mm. You don't need 30 pairs of undies, I can tell you that now. That'll so take the weight 15. out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mine hardly weigh anything anyway. So well, I know matter. they don't, but it's like... When you put 30 together... Do you, you want 30 pairs of dirty undies or 29 pairs of dirty undies in your your bag? That's the way I think about it. You, you know, that's disgusting. Exactly. So why no, do you I need would, I get pairs? what you're saying, Cindy, but there's no way I'd only travel with two. Three then? No, I go with half a dozen. Okay. I at least go with at Ooh. least six days, seven days worth because then, because the other thing is if you're going to a cold place, things don't dry very quickly and easily. So then what, are you going to put wet little damp knickers on? Yeah, yeah but no. my, little, my undies are the really, yes, really thin, that. thin, yeah, thin yeah, thing. Yeah, let's tell yeah. everybody, shall we? <laughs> that way they dry fast. <laughs> right. And mine are G-strings, and they've got nice little fillery bits on them and everything. Well, there so. you go. They'll dry in a second. There's nothing to them. Mine have at least got a bit more than that. Well, I'm probably coming more from a mother's perspective. My children's cotton knickers and things like that. It's very difficult to, to keep things like that dry. Get them in a G-string now. <laughs> I'm going to strap Jacob and Danny in G-strings. Oh, my Anyway, so along. I so, don't know who you people are. So, so, okay, what about your walking gear and running gear? You only take one set of walking or running gear? So, I, yeah, oh, I have one set times. of um, running gear because then I'll just rinse as I go. But you're right, you know, if you are in a cold environment um, and you can't do that, then you almost need need those two. But I just, I just live with well, that. Well, the, yeah. the, the bottom line is what we're trying to say <laughs> after all this conversation is take some washing powder or washing liquid. <laughs> Okay, so we've talked about essential oils, maybe melatonin, um, definitely lavender and immune boost to go with it if you're snobs like Karen and I. Um, But immune boost, I find, is the ultimate. You can do so much with it, and it's so cleansing. And Mm. the last thing I want is to be sick when travelling. And I must say to you, just in support of your bratnicity around all of this, um, (laughs) Earth Choice have actually brought out little hand wipes. Yes, they have. Little antibacterial numbers. Drop it. I know. Hand wipes. That's another one to write down. Because I I carry the oils with me, but I, I have an insatiable stash which means basically never-ending, bottomless yes. stash of little antibacterial hand wipes. Mm. And instead of spritzing, I wipe. Yeah. I wipe the, I wipe the tray. I wipe the armrests. See, we're both so um, You are. I would I never think of doing with this. me into the toilet, so I've got a little hand wipe in my hand and I open the door. Same. 
I open the door no. with a little hand wipe. Same. I can't open a toilet and door. And then I close the door touched. and lock the door with a little hand wipe yes. and then dispose of it. Or tissues. And then I do my business. <laughs> I get up and I um, use a little hand wipe to pump the soap. I don't touch the <laughs> oh, top no, of the soap pump. I use the hand wipe to pump oh, you've the soap. You've gone too far now, <laughs> You're going to clean your hands anyway. Yes, I know. I know. I know. It's an issue. It's just it an, is issue. an issue. It's an issue which I have. I think we need to do another podcast but I... on addictive personality behaviours. <laughs> and I, you know what the funny thing is? I actually think I'm getting worse as I get older. I think you are. <laughs> but it's good. We're proud. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, at least you know you'll never catch any well, the, bullies. Well, the best me. thing is, no, what I'm suggesting true. now for every travelling with cares, just follow her because everything will be clean yes. in her way. <laughs> and there'll be a bouquet of flowers following me wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I think this is? And a lot of people have this aversion to germs. Um, germs, and it's because we have this belief. And now this is going off track a bit, but I just I think this is really I important that we bring this. I was thinking yeah. when you come in, but good, keep going. You know I what mean. I'm gonna? What mm. am I gonna say? You're gonna say that we, we need, need the to ghoulies build and we need to build our strength and against the ghoulies. Well, what I, I yes, yes, actually, I was gonna say something like that, <laughs> but I was actually gonna start with we all believe in the germ theory. And the germ theory is where um, if a germ gets near you, you'll get sick. But that's not the case. Because how come um, you touch something and maybe get sick, Karen or Kim, I touch something and I don't get sick. It's not the germ that makes you sick. It's the your immune system, if it's strong or not. Mm-hmm. So I've always been brought up with their, the germ theory is, is de- debunked. It's, there's nothing. It really doesn't exist. It's about the cleanliness of the body. Or the, the uh, sorry, the strength of the immune system. So it hasn't been something that we've done. That's me. Mm. It's not the cat. Mm. <laughs> she just kicked me under the table. I thought she was trying to say something. <laughs> that was, it was me. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Um, so we were always in the, in the belief that you know our body was strong. We'd been brought up strong. Our immune systems were strong, and so we didn't have to worry about things like that. Yes, wash your hands after you've been to the toilet, but it wasn't. It, and other people probably don't, you know. We, we don't know, but it never was something that was brought to our attention as something that was we needed to do. Plus, we do know that a too cleaner environment makes us sick. We have to have these germs. We, Karen, I just need you to know this. Mm, mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, gross me out. Go ready. Oh, and look at you, Kim, siding with Cindy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh. I want you to know that you're in a cloud of microorganisms called microbiomes. You have tenfold the DNA matter of microorganisms in and around your body, orifices the lot, then you do have your own cells. So you're going to have to really clean. No, not her, she says. <laughs> you're going to really have to clean the old system out to get rid of them all. You just can't get rid of them. But oh, I don't do you think it's really. I have to, I'm sticking yeah, with Yeah, here we go. No, I don't, maybe it's not even so much the germ thing that I have an issue it's with. It's the disgust of it's others the, that don't the wash behavior. their hands and put their pee all over the door handle. <laughs> somebody else's pee on no, my head. No, and if you've ever done, uh, even little things like bars of soap have been known to have feces on them because people, you, that's why I won't use bars of soap in toilets and showers and things like that. No, it's not even entered my brain. Yes, well, people, no, well, people poo on their hands and they wipe it on soap, they do. I'm <laughs> 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 being destroyed for life because of this podcast. I mean, you know, no, no one will never be able to think of a cake of soap again. No, not in a public place. No. Money, you must never no. touch it. 
Listen to you too. No, you mustn't. <laughs> you must always thing. go and get the little earth you choice, would. little little wipe doohickeys, and then whenever there's a questionable moment or a questionable environment, at least you have support. But I'm also going to support you, you now and say that when I'm in environments that I can't clean mm-hmm. or I'm not, I do my little. I use my elbows. Is, no, all, yeah. <laughs> all is well in my world. I do. I use my elbows. <laughs> I've seen it. But I just go into okay, all is well, all is well. You just got it. You're right. You have to have this mental oh. approach to it that you actually aren't going to get sick. That's, you can't get obsessed. Well, thank goodness you're you going to obsessive. Europe. Thank goodness you're going to Europe and not the Himalayas. Imagine her in India and through Nepal no. and India. She couldn't. She wouldn't be able to do it. How did you survive? I, I loved India. It. I love it. But with but, all the, the yeah, but you know, I just trust them in that environment. They, they eat with one hand and they wipe with the other and they don't wash either. Yeah, but to me, when in Rome, <laughs> not yeah. that I did that. <laughs> Did no, you but, poo on your hands? No, I didn't. No, but I just think she when you're in... Poo. Stop it. I think when you're in that environment, you just live with what environment you're in. So for me, I, okay. look, I still have my... To me, see, the thing for me is if I've got immune boost, I'm fine. If I've got any essential oil, actually, I'm fine because mm. I can just wash my hands with a drop of oil and I'm done. Mm. So I don't actually... I'm not that neurotic, but when I'm with Kaz, I love being neurotic with her. <laughs> So, and when I'm with you, I love being quite yeah, yeah. I'm kind of in-between chick. I can go one way. I can be a brat or tart or princess or whatever. I can be both. But anyway. Um, just, this is what she sits between us. Yeah, it's true. Yes, she always does. She always sits between us. <laughs> do I? Yeah, you do. We're yeah, always yeah. in this position. Either you're on the left or the right of me. That's quite true. That just yeah. wouldn't actually feel right if I was there. No, it wouldn't. Who oh. wouldn't? Yeah, you're always between us because you're the middle girl. Oh, I am. I can flick either way quite comfortably. Prefer princess most of the time, but mm. <laughs> okay. So other things to take. Yeah. Um, so a thing that I tend to take with me, I'm just because it's all about me. Is I'll, I've got this beautiful cloth yoga mat. So and it's got um, sticky things on the bottom of it, like not sticky, but if you put it on park it, it carpet, carpet. Oh, it's non-slip. <laughs> What's parket? I'm tired. It's carpet. It's non-stick. Oh, parket was carpet. <laughs> How funny. <laughs> anyway, so it, and it folds up to probably a small hand towel size. And I love taking that with me because then it makes me do my exercise in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. Or it just, I mean, you can just use a towel or you can just sit on the carpet, of course. But no, but there's I bugs love, in the carpet. Yeah, no. And I love my little yoga mat. So that's something I always take with me too. Mm-hmm. Actually, one thing that um, I do while I'm um, away, because, you know, when you're sitting on a plane... Um, and you're in in a car for five six hours driving, or you, you you know the only you seem to have no time to do your exercise that you would normally do. So what I've started to do, and I'm very fortunate because I I am a lounge member now because I fly so much. I actually go into the lounge into the there's a disabled toilet. And I know you guys are going to freak. Oh, you do not freak. You do are that. going to you freak. Don't do that. There's but, poo spores in there. Well, anyway, this is what I do. Is I, I get the towel because they have showers in the and so I get my towels. So do you take your own towel or do the no? They I get have a, towels they have there. towels in the lounge. Okay, so I get the towel and I just because I get too hot, I actually take my clothes off except my undies and bra, just so you know. And then I, I put a towel down and I'll do my push ups and my sit ups, and I'll do I know look at Karen, <laughs> she's having a fit in a toilet. Yeah, but you cannot do it in the middle of the lounge. They're going to think you're crazy. I would do other exercises. What can you do? I would lunge. 
I lean up against a wall and do my press-ups. Oh, no, I can't do it. I have to be in privacy to, to do my, my exercise. And then I can really, get really, really it. get into it and concentrate on it. And that's what I've started to do is just – and these are big. These aren't little. These are not these little – like the toilet's way to one side. The shower's on the other. And there's quite a lot of room. Wouldn't it be great if they actually had a little room where you uh, could go I in? I don't know well, why they don't have the, an exercise room. In the Qantas Club, they do actually have oh. interview rooms. So you, you could, book one of those out. Yeah, you that's could. a good idea. I'm going to do that when we travel to when we travel overseas. I'm going to yeah. be booking a little interview room at each of the ports. What? That's, that's a better, a better idea because I've now much more civilized. Might like your idea better than yeah. that one. <laughs> Actually, all right. Well, great because now I I can now yeah. move. I don't have to go. Mm. But I didn't know where else to go, and mm. and I'm I have like a two three hour layover, and I don't want to shop. I'm not a shopper. I don't need anything. Unusual. I know, but I don't need anything, and I don't want to carry anything. Like you know. You said you've got a half empty. I don't buy anything. I buy one thing to remind me of the place if I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah. But I'm not a big shopper um, when I'm out, when I go away. Um, so... See, I tend I just to do think yoga exercises. stretches. Yeah, yoga stretches, but I don't but want I to can, do them in the lounge. Yeah, but I don't care. Don't you? I don't care if people are looking at me stretching. In fact, sometimes people have joined me. Mightn't be a bad idea, you know, to it's get just standing there rolling. stretching and doing those twists and turns. Most people are doing weird things in airports. We're all trying to get through, so I don't think it's unusual. You know, one of the things that I think they're going to need to start doing, like everything's at an airport now. You, like Terminal Five in London. Oh my gosh, it's just the most. Are you going to Terminal? You've got to go to Terminal Five. It's the best shopping you'll ever do. It's just extraordinary, and the best foods and there's everything. They've really created an amazing place. Same with Bangkok, Singapore. Every airport now is mm. almost like a town. Mm. You don't have to be in the lounges to do this. You can yeah. actually really um, do lots of walking. Like, that's one thing that's I remember good. doing is walking all the terminals. Like you can walk 20K oh, and yeah. never see the same thing in some of these terminals. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do the walking in those ones. But like in our little national lounges in Australia, you, you just can't do it. Mm. But I actually think that the lounges, I'm actually going to put a yes. little suggestion in, is that they should have gyms. We've got showers. They should have a gym. Yeah. They should have a gym. Fabulous idea. Like, Even with basic equipment, you yeah. don't need a lot you of equipment. You don't need a lot. And you then just... you take your little Earth Choice for yeah. hand wipes and then you wipe Thank over you. the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> or spritz your immune boost before you do your workout. That's a really great idea, though. It is, mm. isn't it? Because yeah, mm. a lot of us who do travel for work... Mm. And, and we are into our health. You want to move. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I did a, a yoga I, in the, my, my little toilet area. I do my yoga. I do my sit-ups. I do my push-ups. I'm never going to go into one of those toilets and think the same thing again. No, no. I'm going to see never. her in a knickers and bra on the floor with a towel yeah, doing no. her little sit-ups. How beautiful. <laughs> little G-string number two. Anyway, <laughs> you've got the G-string. <laughs> um, my husband always says you've got to always uh, – this isn't me so much, but he takes – his bathers, togs, swimmers, whatever you call them, he takes them everywhere because most hotels now have a pool and him, yeah, his idea true. of swim, of, mm. of exercise is swimming and he feels really refreshed. I personally, takes a lot to get me in a pool. It has to be 45 degrees. Mm. Um, <laughs> but then it's breeding bacteria because it's too and chlorine. Warm. And no, chlorine I mean dries your skin out yeah, and makes it look dry. Yeah. You know, yeah. And that would be the most sensible thing mm. to do because it takes up 
you know, yeah. the, the space of a palm. Yes. Whereas when you take your running shoes, and I've got some really light running shoes, and you can get them now. Mm. You know, Nike Airs, oh, really yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to take your big clobber hoppers, no. but you take your light ones, and you, you, you know, like I've been in minus three degrees and only needed to run yeah. in a singlet. You do not need lots and lots of gear. You can run in a singlet with long pants. Even my long pants, I only need my three quarters, I realise, in any temperature, whether mm. it's... And then when you go summer, it's even better because you don't have to take a lot mm. of gear. Mm. You know, one of the things I was thinking, um, especially when you're traveling uh, to areas where there's poverty mm. versus areas where there's wealth, you have to think about your jewelry. Have you thought about that, Karen? Yeah. I have, and um, I went and purchased myself a brand new ring, but it was only a hundred bucks. I went and purchased myself a new ring, and it was only a hundred bucks because I thought I'll wear that as my engagement ring on my oh, fingers. Good idea. My, my Expensive one, my normal stays one stays at home. Yeah. Yeah, because well, I don't gonna, tell everybody. What's that? Do they know where you live? No, no one knows where I live. No secret squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I thought, and it's a beautiful little number. We know where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to put it in the safety deposit have box. People babysitting my house, thank you. <laughs> so, and I have savage, savage dogs. Okay. Yeah. Fall <laughs> so, over. All four legs. <laughs> Up in the air. So, um, yeah, you bought yourself a ring. Yeah, I've bought myself a ring that I can wear so that if I lose it or it gets it stolen matter. or whatever, I'm not going to care. Mm-hmm. And then I also bought um, a couple of pairs of earrings that I don't care if I lose. Mm-hmm. So anything that's worth anything to me is going to stay here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I know this is going to sound a little unusual, but I'm not worrying too much about um, taking hair dryers. I will be taking my hair straightener. Yes, I will. Mm-hmm. My GHD goes with me everywhere. Because yeah, most hotels have hair dryers. I'd like to Have you got so. your adapter? I bought an adapter good. the other day. Good, good, good. Adapters, we need adapters. Um, and I've also packed a little um, kit for showering in the Qantas Club when we land. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, because yeah. we've got a couple of stopovers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got um, little soap and little smush, little um, body moisturizer, moisture, a flannel, oh. flannel face washer yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and some moisturisers and things. So we've got that so we can freshen up. Um, but what I also have, I've created this little bottle and it's got uh, rock salt in it, the Himalayan rock salt in it. And I've put the immune boost with some peppermint oh. and some eucalyptus drops into that. Nice. And I actually have that in my bag with me all the time, like little smelling salts. Mm. And I'm constantly smelling that what just to keep idea. the nasal passages nice. clear, so I don't have to spritz and get everybody around me. It's just something that I can breathe in really oh, deeply, nice. and I'm getting the the especially immune. when somebody takes their shoes off beside you. Oh, yeah. don't kind of foul. The spritzer doesn't even work. It like you can. Sp- I have yeah, to but that's put. When I put the oil. I put the oils on my right. Face. Yeah. <laughs> I put them under my nose. I'm like, oh. What a great idea! That salt. Yeah, I'm going home to make one. And I also take, um, I also take with me an olive leaf extract Mm -hmm. tablet, or I take the spray. Spray. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's throat throat spray. Throat spray. I take that. That's brilliant. Mm. And I also have oregano oil. Yeah. And you can get oregano oil in tablets, or you can get it in the actual oil. Um, I get it in the oil because I'm very wary of the capsules now. Yeah. Mm. So I've got the oil and I start drinking the oil in my water um, probably a week before and then on the plane and it tastes like hell. Mm-hmm. It's the worst. <coughs> I mean, it is the absolute ultimate worst taste in the world. Mm-hmm. So really you hold good your for nose. immune system. Yes, but I, so I hold my nose and I down the bottle of water just in a 600 ml um, and I'll have that last me the 
course of the flight. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my little ritual. That's mm-hmm. my little package for when I'm flying, when I'm so, doing a long-haul flight especially. Did you have to have any vaccinations for this trip? No, not that I know of. No. So that's another thing, you know, is vaccinations. You know, what countries require vaccinations, what don't, what requires malaria tablets, what don't. Mm. Uh, and we've made a policy that we won't go to a, a country yeah. that requires us to get out of the country to have a vaccination. Yeah, right. So that's just a policy we've made. Mm. Uh, I just kind of go, well, if that's, that, that, if that's the way it is, we're okay. not going there. I'm just not prepared. But, you know, if you are prepared, then you have to go to your travel doctor. But be careful because they'll they'll want to vaccinate you for everything. It's, it's really important that you think about, mm. you know, well, what is important and what am I really going to come into um, contact. contact with? Um, I know that they suggested when we went to Africa was to have yellow fever and um, malaria tablets, but we found out the malaria tablets were just prophylactic, which means if you get malaria, you take them anyway. So they don't stop you from getting malaria. It's, oh. Yeah, it's it's just it's not the case. They're not they're not for that. They're just they're just the same ones that you would take if you get it. And someone said to me, "Well, if I get it, I'll take them." Yeah, right. I, mm. What's the point? Mm. So that was. But you know, you, you have to do your own research on this. This is just what I found out. Yeah. Um, and as far as the yellow fever went, was really interesting. We if we went to Zimbabwe, we didn't need it. If we went to Zambia, we needed it. Ah. So. Um, I'm, <laughs> I had to do this. I, I don't know why, but I just had to be naughty. So we go to Zimbabwe and we're doing a whitewater rafting trip down and Zambia's on the other side of the Zimbabwe River, of the, um, the what's the river? Z- Zambezi River. Zambezi River, sorry, the Zambezi River. So I just went, take me over there, I'm touching it. <laughs> I want to defy authority and go to Zambezi. <laughs> or Zim- Zambia, Zambia, it was Zambia. So it was just, you know, like I think people have to, you know, look at that. Are they prepared? Mm. You know, like I know for myself, um, I was pregnant and I wanted to go to Kenya and I had to have all these injections and I just went, well, I'm not going. I'm, yeah, just, yeah. I'm just not prepared to, mm. to do that. So people have to think about that also as to where they're going. Are they prepared to put up with what's happening there and, and, and take the, you know. I've got a, um, a little home homeopathic kit. So when I'm going for longer than a, a few days, I, and especially if I've got the children, I will take my homeopathic kit with me as well. Mm-hmm. So things in there, like when we went to India, we had um, bacterial um, homeopathics. There was things, um, I think it's roost tox or something like that for when you, if you cut fingers and things, arnica. Um, oh, yeah, arnica's good, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really good one to travel with, the tablet or the spray. I always take rescue remedy with me. I've got a little portable um, first aid kit that I take and plasters when you've got kids. I just don't know why, but the kids just always seem to want plasters. But you need plasters for yourself too. Yeah, That's so often. Yeah. I always Sometimes you get take a blister plasters. or something like that on your feet when you've been walking lots. And plasters are, uh, what are... Why am I saying the Kiwi term? It's a Band-Aid. Band-Aid, thank you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Plasters. I always carry um, like 10 Band-Aids. Yeah, and safety I'm always pins. cutting myself, yes. I'm always cutting myself and a little sewing kit. Yep, sewing That's the other thing. In. A little tiny sewing kit. I have this hotels. little, um, I have these cute little um, zipper bags. They're tiny mm. little bags and in them, you know, like I'll have all my oils in one and then I have my Band-Aids, my sewing kit, 
um, my like pins, anything like that I have mm. in that. So I have little compartments so that it's easy to find instead of all in one big bag. Mm. Yeah, really right. Well. Mm. That's yeah. a good idea. So a little homeopathic first aid kit, you can get them from chemists or you can get them through a homeopath. They're, they're really helpful for me, but definitely Arnica. Mm. Um, so what do you use the Arnica for? The minute any of us knock ourselves, hurt ourselves... Um, if someone sprains an ankle when we're when we're skiing, my mum hurt her knee, so I got Arnica into her straight away. Mm. Um, you know, you just I always Arnica is non-negotiable. You have to take Arnica. So they're um, those little tiny little tabsules. Yeah, they look like little white things, yeah. or you can get it as a spray as well. Um, so definitely um, something like that. Particularly if you're a mum and you've got kids, mm. you probably do travel with a little bit more because you're mindful that they tend to. I'll never forget us landing in London with the kids, and they were exhausted. We travelled. I travelled on my own from Auckland through Hong Kong That's to London with a four and a five year old. Oh. oh my gosh, it was agony. Anyway, we got there and we were sitting there having dinner that night. And these are my children sitting at the table. They've been. Try- I've tried to get them away, and it was four o'clock in the afternoon. We're trying to have some dinner to get them into bed. And Jacob literally just went forward into his plate oh. and fell asleep right into his dinner. Oh, but dear. we, I managed to keep them awake that whole night. Yeah. We just were out and about. And that's the other key. Try and get into that, into the, into that the, day. Yeah. You know, like I said at the beginning, but make sure you stay up if you arrive somewhere. So you stay in, you, you try and adjust straight away into yeah. the time zone of where you're landing. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, it helps you with the jet lag because jet lag is cruel. Yeah. And it can muck up your holiday. If you're only going for a couple of weeks, it can take three or four days to get over. I yeah. found the last time Matt and I came back from the States, when we got there, we stayed up for 36 hours mm. just to be able to get into their time zone. And that was fine. We actually adjusted into the States really easily. Mm. But coming home, it took me two weeks. Mm. It take a while. Because sometimes you're a little bit slack coming home, but I think you need to be just as as vigilant, um, vigilant with what you're doing as, as when you're going. And I am. I've Like I've learned. Because I sometimes arrive. I remember doing the same conference as you're doing in um, Birmingham. Yeah. I arrived on the Friday night. I spoke on the Saturday. I was gone Sunday night. Oh my god! My mum was dying. I had to, you know, I had no, I had no Mm. recall. I couldn't just hang around. I Mm. wanted to get there and get home. Mm. So Friday night arrived. Sunday night gone, and so I had to be vigilant because I had to be really doing well with mum when I got home. And it was from that day on that I figured out how to do it. Um, I do remember ringing a girlfriend at two o'clock in the morning. And I, could, I, I couldn't sleep. And she, she just said, you need to do a meditation. And I don't think I'd met you at this point. No, I had. But I'm I don't think we had over. the oils. Yeah. I don't think I had the oils. Um, but you know, she really calmed me down and just said, you've got to sleep. You know, you've got to talk in the morning. Because that's what it was. It yeah. was 2 o'clock Friday, Saturday morning, and I had to speak that next morning. So she was able to calm me down. That was Ricky, my walking mm. partner. And I was able to then sleep. So sometimes ring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and wake them up. No, well, it wouldn't have been no, because no. it was the exact opposite. But it's That's in- a good idea, though. The meditations on yeah. your iPod are fantastic yep. when They're you're really going to sleep because your brain is so active mm. sometimes. And now lavender is just that, you know, with, with lavender and instant calm. It just... It's almost like my brain's clicked into that now. Meditation, yeah. Instagram, boom, I'm gone. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. One of the things... Oh, sorry. What? No, I was just going to say to you, the other, when I went to Adelaide the other day, um, Sarah that came with me, she's got um, her food products that she manufactures and sells, um, natural earth products. Um, but what she brought, takes with her, and she had when we got on the plane, um, she has a little container filled with her powder, mm. and then she just bought a bottle of water at the thing and then shook it on the plane and drank that. And she said, that was my meal. Yeah. 
I took with me a little container, um, and I think that's a great idea when you've got little meat and you can't take food mm-hmm. as such. But the other thing that I take is your colloidal, uh, not your colloidals. I, I find it hard to travel with the glass bottle with yeah. colloidals. Yeah. But I do take my green food and my probiotics, and I mix a teaspoon of each for mm-hmm. however many days of way, and it's all in one container or in a little Ziploc plastic bag. And for me, if I ordered... Um, a water or if I got a good juice then mixing that up for me that actually makes me feel quite full and I feel quite virtuous when I know I've had my my probiotics and I think traveling to place like India um, you will not want to go without probiotics and green food oh no I agree so yeah. I, to me that was and, and we did get sick last time we went all four of us got ill we um, we all got a tummy bug of some sort and so I made up us all these green drinks and um, and I also did that, but the probiotics was the thing I was really big on, just to help our tummies adjust back in. So if I'm traveling, I'd definitely be taking your probiotics. But I don't carry the, the containers. No, I, I put actually them, put them in little the Ziploc containers. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I put in a Ziploc container is my favorite tea. Yeah. Because, you know, I do not like the teas and coffees no. at all on the planes. I don't like the food on the plane. I ask for hot water. It's free. You yeah. save yourself money too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's free. And then I dip... You know, I get into my little bag and I, I put my tea bag in there. More often than not, I have the, the girls come up to me and say, um, or, you know, any of the stewardesses come up to me and say, what are you drinking? It smells so good. Mm. Because I've either got chai, a, a type of chai or an Indian spice, or licorice. Mm. They're my two favourites. So that's what I do. While everyone else is ordering Coke and lemonade, and I, it just, it, mm. you know, it confounds me that people haven't got what they put in their, their mouth is what will create their health. It mm. really, when I see what they put on in them, their mouth, mm. and it's everybody, it's not just, like it's such a small percentage of people that are even bothering to think about this. So what do you do on a long-haul flight for food? Uh, I, I take a lot with me, and I'm able to. I did have my yoghurt confiscated at Sydney Airport. Were you doing an international flight? I was doing an international fight, flight. Um, you know, and you've got that actually... Before we go into that, let's just talk about um, the scanners that are now happening mm-hmm. around the world. Yeah. You know, you, we are being um, scanned. Mm. Um, and, like, you know, they say, oh, it's, it's less than what's on a mobile phone. But I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And if you're in America um, and they ask you to go through a scanner, you can choose not to go through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's really funny because um, you get pat down. Yeah. Hey, we got a pat down here. <laughs> and actually, I, 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 stand, I stand with arms and legs apart, and it's the nicest thing because they... It feels like a massage. It is. It's like a massage. It's, it's her cheapskate way of getting it's a massage. It's my cheapskate. <laughs> I go through the scanner. But in Australia, you are scanned. And if I you refuse... I scanner in Australia. Yep, and if you refuse, 24 hours, um, you are not allowed to go through... Not allowed to go through um, through security. You have to leave and come back, and then you have to take the chance of whether you're going to through the scanner again. But I've actually worked it out because the only place I've ever been picked to go through a scanner is Sydney Airport. And Sydney Airport, um, from left to right... Do you mean that full X-ray scanner? Full X-ray scanner. If you refuse in Australia I to go through... I haven't seen that in Sydney. Yeah, it's in, it's in Sydney International Airport. If you refuse oh. to go through it... Um, they will basically um, say, well, leave. We're not, you know, miss your flight. We don't care. Wow. Yeah. So I've actually gone through it once and I was furious. I fought like you wouldn't believe not to go through this scanner and they would not let me. Then they took my yoghurt. 
you know, I had all my food ready for my international flight and they take my yogurt. Oh, it's so frustrating when they do that. Uh, so you can take food then? You can take food. All my solid food was fine, but mm. my yogurt, because it had been moving and, and oh. because I make my own yogurt and I don't have solidifiers in there, yeah. it actually had turned to liquid and they took it. Sometimes at the other end when you arrive, they say if you've got food on you, you've got to get rid of the yeah. food. Have you ever had to do that? Yeah, I eat it if I have to. Um, but if not, I'll throw it out. If it's if it's just, you know, like mm. I, I don't want to breach security mm. as far as our customs go. I, I don't have a problem with that. But what I have a problem with is that we have lost our rights here with that. Mm. But at Sydney Airport, just are you going via Sydney? Uh, when I fly to San Francisco, I am going via Sydney. All right, this is how I do it. So. Um, when you, you go into security there's and you're looking at all the security things left and right, yeah. the only one you can get away with that I've figured out, and probably they're going to hear this and going to change it, but anyway, is the far left one. Right. Because the far left one, you can actually go, you can miss that one. That's what I, that's what I figured out how to do it, and, I, and that's what I did. I was like checking out where do I go. Oh, I can go there, and they're not going to get me on the left-hand side one. And it's not because I'm carrying guns or knives. It's my... You know, I do a lot for my health, mm. and we don't know the ramifications of this. You know, they're all saying it's safe. I said, well, you get in it. He said, I get in it 10 times a day. I said, well, you get in it before me. I fought. Like, I was furious, mm. absolutely furious that I was made to go through something that I felt that they could have done by a pat-down. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They didn't need, you know, mm. they didn't. But, yeah, Australia's getting really... Um, I actually, what was interesting is that I, I saw a naturopath had the same thing happen to him and he said, you know, like I really look after myself. I did not want to go through that. And he said, I had to go through it. My whole family had to go through it in the end. Uh, and he was trying to find a loophole in the system as well. And there is not, there's nothing we can do about it. We have to go through this. If we want to fly internationally, mm. we have to go through it. I've never been through it in Brisbane, um, but Sydney, definitely. It's interesting, though. I mean, it's a fine line, really, isn't it? I mean, if you think about the measures that we have to take for our security, I don't know. It's kind of like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, you can't win, don't try mm-hmm. scenario because mm-hmm. if we don't up the ante on our security, we do land up with terrorists in the country, and we do land up with terrorists mm-hmm. on our planes, and we do land up with all of those sorts of horrific experiences that we that we go through. Yet the price that the that the individual pays mm. obviously comes at a cost. It's it's a it's a tough mm. it's a tough argument. It's a tough um, it's a tough conversation to actually have a right or a wrong on it. But I have my I thing around your germs with that. I'm like I hardly go in them. I'm not around them a lot. They've got to do a job for security. Mm. Get through it as quick as I can. Mm. Now go and have something really nice to eat that I can actually support my body, that it's not going to rupture my immune system mm. and things like that. So I think I've kind of gone the other way with that. I'd rather that they were the same. I think I'd rather that there was the big security measures, but at the same time, I understand what you're saying yeah. about the... Well, I want an alternative. Like, yeah. if, if a pat-down... Yeah, I think that's a fair call. Yeah, mm. I think if a pat-down is, is... They do that all through India. They do, all the through the rest got, of the world. And there's a female side and a male yeah, side, exactly. so only females will pat you down and things like that. But why can't they do that in Australia? Why can't mm. we have... Mm. I really believe in Australia at the moment that we are losing um, our democracy. Mm. You know, the whole thing with this that's happening at the moment in New South Wales that if you're not vaccinated, you can't play. Oh, yeah. 
you know, or, it, you know, fluoridated water, that to me is not a democracy. That's not me allowed to choose whether I want to take fluoride tablets or not. Mm. Um, the, 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 the folic acid in our bread, the iodide in our bread, like I just keep going, when's it going to stop? Mm. When's this mummy state going to stop? And and that, and that security, they're doing – and the, you know what the guy said to me? This really annoyed me is that when I went through the security, he said, this is not like the American one. So I had a look at the security one. Um, I looked at the name of it. I looked at what it looked like. I did everything. I went to America. It's the same name. He actually lied to me. I don't know if people are allowed to do that. But this security guy said, this isn't the same as the one he in America. He picked the wrong person Ooh, he to lie to. the wrong girl. <laughs> I'll tell you. Wow. I'll tell you. So back to just because we're going to yeah. get through it. But, back but to this is story. travel. This is all part oh, of travel. Yeah. You know, People have got to be aware of it. My daughter, I have to tell you, my daughter rang me um, yesterday because she's about to go to Europe for the first time and she's doing um, Sweden uh, by, with friends and then she's doing Ireland by herself. And, and I said to her, you know, um, not to drink as a single girl travelling. Mm. I said, oh, yeah. you know, be really careful about that. And then she does Spain and um, uh, Greece. And what was interesting is she didn't know about currency, what, how to take money. Should I take cash on me? Should I get my currencies done now? So I gave her what I believe um, has been the best thing that I do, is that when I get to a country, I figure out what I'm approximately going to spend each, each day. I then pull that out of my FPOS. So my cash card, I'll just pull the cash out and, and have that when I get to the country. Because it's, except when you go to um, countries where... Well, actually, I haven't been to a country where I haven't mm. been able to use my FPOS no, ever. Can. You can use it every, everywhere. So I just use my FPOS card, pull the cash out for what I think I need. Because when you're using your cards all the time, they're charging mm. you like a wounded bull here. Whereas they, you only get charged that one time to pull that cash out. Then um, when I'm leaving, I'll change that money to where I'm going. So what's really good is that she's got the euro in three places, but she's got the krona, the Swedish krona. Um, as far as I know, I couldn't see that they've got the euro. So that was another thing is do you carry cash? Do you change? Do you buy a specific card? Whereas I don't think you need to. I think you can do everything with your FPOS card and take an emergency credit card, mm. which she's got. And that's another thing is that um, health insurance um, mm. or travel insurance is really, really important. And I figured out the cheapest way to do it. Well, I've got a year one. And, yeah. it's cheap, and it takes me everywhere. It's cost me $490 for the whole year anywhere in the world the top cover for everything no matter how many trips i take and it includes car insurance if i hire a car as well so i think all right you've been duped oh oh yeah we found out really cheap ways of doing it there are credit cards out there oh yeah that you have your annual credit card fee and you get that insurance and it's with zurich yeah and i have always used it but my daughter my two daughters what i did for them was that i i got the credit card it costs me $89 a year for my two subsidiary card holders to have full travel insurance reserve. Oh, but do you have to actually buy the trip on the car? Yes, you must the buy the trip on the car. Yeah, that, but you've got to buy it some way. Mm. So why not buy it on the card? So what I did was I, for the girls, like um, Howard's done it for Brogan, but for, my, for the two girls, he says, Howard always says to me, why are they yours when they're good and mine when they're bad? <laughs> <laughs> So Howard and, and Brogan have a, a, a card and a subsidiary card together for him to travel. It's 89 bucks. Mm. 
But, you know, it's $400, you know, that's a lot of money when you... Well, it didn't feel a lot to me, though. Like, I didn't know that. And I also don't want to get another credit card. So for me, it was like, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to do this for... And it covers all four of us. Danny Danny travels all around the world and he does so many trips a year. He's away nine months of the year. So I thought it was quite good for us. um, Well, we just have... um, How and I have our credit card. It's 250 bucks a year. Um, Full travel insurance, cars, everything. Mm. And then we bought... One, we got one each with not a lot of money on it, mm. but that's the cards that they take for yeah. emergencies. Yeah, we don't use them for any other reason, but those cards they take, there's you know, to enough money to get them home. Mm. You know, that's what's most important, or to if they've got a hospital or something like that, it's mm. there. But both of them have of health insurance. I mean, so travel insurance on them, as long as you buy. And I think it's like, yeah. because mm. when your kids are traveling, like mm. mine are, like mm. mine are now adults. You know, Brogan paid $750 to travel to Canada. And because he was snowboarding, um, it it just souped it right up. Mm. Um, And he did use it, Mm. by the way. He Mm. ended up using it because he had a really bad accident and he ended up in hospital. Um, but this, we could have done the same thing with this new way of doing it. We, you got to look. You really just got to look into yeah. it. And there are ways. The trip's expensive enough, mm. and then the travel insurance on top of that. And this was the way we did it. Mm, I think it's great. Yeah. So for the girls, it's um, we have subsidiary cards for them. So. It's full travel insurance. So, yeah. Mm, I like that. Yeah. And also, I had a girlfriend when we travelled to India, this is many years ago, but she always, and I still do it to this day, had a bum bag in the front, or, you know, and you put your yeah, really important yeah, things there. But in documents. places like India, they're onto us tourists. So they actually call, and they did this to us. We got out of the train at Jamshedpur, and we're standing there trying to get to another train, and they, they actually come in and they create a kerfuffle. Uh, and while they're kerfuffling and you're going, no, 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 and you're touching your bags here, someone behind you has just cut your bum bag. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So you just got to have your wares about you. And you know what? Even through security through um, developing countries, because mm. Tania, um, we were going through airport security, and Tania was behind me, and I could see a kerfuffle happening, and I actually came back through to find out what was happening, and the security guy was moving her bag around. And they, he then said, take your coat off. So she took her coat off. And we got everything through. About three minutes later, she went and checked for her phone. She, he saw her put her phone in her bag, in the zip, in the front. By the time we got through, the phone was gone. Wow. The phone was gone. So then, um, but it was about three to five minutes after she'd gone through security. She went, where's my phone? I know I put it there. Then we we all put two and two together, realized the kerfuffle. I had my iPhone on me. We started searching for her iPhone. It had been taken out of the airport. We were... We were security was with us because she'd said my phone's been stolen by security. Yeah, but they couldn't find the guy. This was just like wow. Oh, this was this was just unbelievable. So it's it's not about scaring people, but what it's about is about being very mindful all the time um, wherever you travel because you know yes this was Africa, but. And I, and I say that as though I'm not surprised, which is really bad. But, yes, it was Africa. But maybe in Europe, you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know, or, you know, where well, you only need to, And if you've got children, teenagers travelling overseas, you've just got to show them the film Taken. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah right. Taken. I did that. I've done that yeah, for the yeah. girls. Yeah. Um, well, don't say that. Casey leaves today. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be fine. She's got a protective little angels around yeah, she does. Um, the other thing that I will just throw in here as a brat um, that I have travelled with and even taken to New Zealand, um, particularly with children, I do take my Thermomix. 
Yeah. Okay. You take your thermomix? To New Zealand? I, I took my thermomix to New Zealand. Really? Yeah, because I knew where I was staying. No one had one. Now mum's got one. I don't need to ta- travel oh with gosh. it. But I have travelled internationally with my thermomix. Do you check it in? No, I take it on as hand luggage, but you've got to put, yeah, the, got to put the blade, blade into your hand. Oh, yeah, right. You take everything else but the blade. But yeah. there's a special bag for the thermix. So for those of us with young children, that saves me a lot of money. Yeah, it does. Because then I can make their porridges and their soups and their pastas, and, and I can do that in my hotel room, even if it hasn't got a kitchen. I can mm. still make. So for me, when I'm travelling long, or with probably not so much now, it's a lot easier with my kids now that they're older, but I know that probably sounds a bit funny, mm. but I do know people that like to travel with a blender so that they can always do something up at small one just even a little um or even one of those hand bar mix things yeah. they're quite handy to travel with if you're trying to, if you're doing things on a budget or you're wanting to save a bit of money or whatever those are fantastic and i always travel with my little cindy salt in one of those little oh, yeah. containers oh, yeah. always have that that's without that's mm. with me every day but mm. that's a nice thing to take with you and when you travel nationally and you're in a car you can take the thermomix very easily. Oh, yeah. And in a hotel room, you can make a whole meal. Mm. meal. Yeah. You know, you do not have to be eating out all the time. And, and if you do eat out, then you just have to be mindful of what you're choosing. You know, like I always, breakfast is a no-brainer. Find a place that makes eggs. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah, you know, it's not easy for, for someone like oh, you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've, I've got to be honest, I find it really challenging. And I'm going to uh, probably find it quite challenging in Europe where it's all about the pizzas, gelatos, and breads and croissants. yeah. Yeah. So to find somewhere that'll do baby spinach, tomato, and hot and halloumi, um, maybe I might get lucky. Yeah. But what I'm trying to do um, is I'm trying to find, I don't know, I'm trying to find something that I can take with me that I can have as meals when I can't get a meal. Matt's yeah. going to be fine because he can eat, he'll eat all of that stuff. Yeah. But um, for me, I don't want to come back the size of a house. You know, I really don't want to come back the size of a house, and I don't want to. I don't want to be over there feeling like dog's breakfast either. Mm. So you just so, go, yeah. And you know, a lot of the um, a lot of the hotels. I don't know if you're staying in expensive hotels, but yes, we yes. are. <laughs> she is a silly she's question. question. <laughs> you know, they will make what you want, and you just. Mm. I actually um, just go up to them and say, "This is what I want," mm. uh, and. That's the best thing is to just always ask. Yeah. Always I, ask I always, what they I want. always say things like, I've got a health condition. They don't mm. need to know my health condition is that I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've got a health condition. <laughs> I'm healthy, so I would like this. Yeah. The other thing, I just, I just want to say something to you guys. This is my little thing. I checked in not long ago on an international flight over to New Zealand, and my luggage was, I don't know, 25 kilos. I think it was only meant to be 22 oh, or something. Yeah, around. I know what you're going to say. The person <laughs> in front of me was a very big, overweight person sitting there slurping on his McDonald's bloody shake. And his luggage was, I don't know, well, he was obviously all right. But I looked at the lady behind the counter and I went, I weigh half, if not a third of that guy there. Why am I getting slammed on three kilos when clearly I look after? I think it should be a taxation issue for healthy people. Healthy people should be honoured for how they travel and what they do. Mm. I think it's an absolute scam that I shouldn't be able to take extra well, luggage. <laughs> But Samoan Airlines, Samoan Airlines have actually done that. It's all on weight of the of the the body. I think that's the best thing. Mm. Really? Yeah, the big Samoans, you know. Yeah, yeah. They had to do something, I guess, because they they're big boys. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like 150 kilos just in a leg. Yeah. So now, (laughs) yeah. So now they're actually starting to really. Well, that's the first airline that I've heard that's done it. But I agree with you. Like when they get me for one kilo, I just I blatantly open up my luggage, take it out, and go fine. You have it. I'll take it with me. You mm. know, I just think, 
I, you know, like if that's how they're being petty, especially when we're like 60 kilos or you're less, you're 55. Well, I just think it's funny that they all go on. And I understand that we can't take heaps and heaps of luggage. And it's not about, you know, again, you know, bunting up against the authorities. But if you're talking about the weight of the plane and what the weight the plane can yeah. actually handle, yes, exactly. surely then why don't we all get weighed? As like let's stand well on the scales as well as the luggage, mm. so that mm. it's a combined. I don't know. That's just I, my I'm with thing. you. I'm actually with you. Mm. One thing that I want to um, talk about is um, when your your flights are delayed. So there are a certain people that do certain things. I notice. So some people yell and scream and get upset, and the whole world's against them. And and why has the airline done this or anything like that? But if we can think about it a little bit differently, a bit like you and your grandmother in the car. Um, and I'm talking to Kim when I'm saying that, you know, I always look at a, a, a flight um, delay or something like that as though, well, obviously I'm going to miss something that's maybe disastrous oh, for yeah. me, you yeah. know. Yeah. Look at it differently. Mm. Uh, spend that three, four, five, six hours or a day, whatever. I love it when I get free accommodation. Just love oh, it when I, they leave me for a day. And sometimes I go, well, I really want to stay in that an yeah. extra day. This is yeah. so cool, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, when I'm speaking, it's a bit hard, but I never fly the only flight yeah. to go. I'm always a couple of flights before yeah. because then I don't panic and I don't get into, oh, I'm not going to make it. Um, but, yeah, I always look at them as, as times really good to sit. Tip. Yeah, it's times to sit and just get a magazine out. And, and it's nice. time to sit and actually be grateful. Yes. yes. Because yeah. it could be a whole world of danger or whatever that you're missing out on. Mm. I think when the flights get delayed, I actually relax. Yeah. I, it's at that point that I go, oh, cool, I can just read a little bit more yes. on my Kindle or yeah. I can listen to something else on my iPod or, you know, I can go and mm. go to the toilets and exercise. No, 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 don't no, think no, I that one wasn't on my list. No, no, no. no. correct. No, right. Go for a walk. Go no, we, that's right. We're going to now go shopping. No, no, we're now going to go for exercise into the other interview, interview room. Interview room. room. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know it's yeah. funny you should say that when I took a group of people to India last year, I think I told you. I'll just say it very briefly. I loved this attitude, but I was really worried about people coming to India with me because India is not a place of normality um, as in when I, I don't mean that rudely I just mean nothing not. is going to go well, it's not, to you're not gonna, nothing you're going to see there is going to be familiar yeah and it's also not always goes to plan you know yeah. I mean, no it doesn't just, does it so so I had this group of people and one the, this, these two people pulled out of the tour because they felt it wasn't going to be organised enough and I thought that was so funny because India is all about not being organised um, anyway so they pulled out and I'm so glad they did because on the day that we got there the morning that morning I had a phone call from these two ladies and they went oh Kim we're here and I went oh fantastic and she goes no we've literally just got here and I went oh my gosh what happened she goes well we arrived at the hotel they took us to the Hilton but they took us to the Hilton on the other side of Mumbai so we actually didn't get to your hotel um, and then when we got to that hotel on the other side of Mumbai and traffic is traffic full on all the time in India we got there at two o'clock in the morning only back to this hotel this morning to find out our rooms weren't ready and I went oh my gosh and I'm thinking oh my gosh they're gonna have such a crack at me for not being organized and she goes no Kim the best thing happened we went down to the bar we thought look we must just go into the bar we can't do anything about it 
this man, this beautiful Indian man, well-educated man from England, but an Indian man, he, he came down. He couldn't sleep. His son was asleep. He came down. We ra- we've just raved for the last three hours in the bar. <laughs> they still, to this day, nearly two years later, are good friends with this man. And I just said to her, oh, Marilyn, I'm so grateful for you. And she goes, no, I'm really grateful that the, the whole thing happened because I would never have met him otherwise. Mm. And I went, isn't that a beautiful mm, way to absolutely. approach travel? You know, it is. You just don't know what yeah. opportunity is going to unfold because of that. It's like, I, I look at it, I know this is probably a little bit childlike, but I look at it when I'm travelling, especially when I'm going overseas, and even, in, even nationally too. But I look at it and I think, okay, so this is me out in the universe now, especially when I'm up in the sky. I was like, right, I'm right in the middle of the universe. Like, I'm right in the middle of it. So it's really, I, 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 from, a, from a very spiritual perspective, it's like the minute I arrive at the airport, I surrender. And I surrender to the universal forces that will be. And I don't have any say on any of it. I don't have an opinion. I don't have an emotion. I don't have a... I don't have any say on any of it. It's beautiful. Because the other thing too, you know, when you're up in the air... It's not like you can pull over if you get a flat tire, you know. If, if anything's going wrong, you're falling out of the sky. And when we were flying to um, the States last year, there was this real turbulence where the plane actually felt like it dropped 100 feet. Everybody's food lifted up off their trays. Oh. Everybody's bags landed up around their ears because the plane dropped so dramatically. It hit this massive air pocket. And I understand the aerodynamics of aircraft, so I... I intellectually I knew what was happening and that we would be okay but I was scared to absolute death and everybody on the plane was absolutely terrified the screams the shrills that it was just it was devastating but even that it's universal business mm. you just you know you're mm. in a you're in a damn seat mm. 35,000 feet above the earth it's universal mm. business from that point on mm. and I think it's 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 like me it's like me and the universe. We're hanging out. We're getting mm. close. We're, we're, we're connecting. And I really feel like that. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's a bit childlike. But, I, but, you know, it's probably a really good way to think because I know when um, I used to land. Maybe that's why we get so excited travelling. Yeah, maybe yeah, because we so do. Too. We love travelling. Um, I, I just remember when um, it, we used to land and it felt like the plane was going to the right a little bit. I'd lean to the left to pull it across. Oh, how did that work out? No, no. It just makes <laughs> freaking difference. And all of a sudden one day, like, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden one, one day... Well, it makes no difference what, was what you were doing. And I see people, you know, grabbing things and I kind of, I don't grab anymore. I don't get upset in yeah. a plane anymore. I like go, universal business. There's Absolutely. nothing I can do about anything. Why get scared? Why be upset? Why move to the left a little bit to move the plane? <laughs> I will have you know that we, uh, when I first started travelling, it was in the era where I remember drinking Bailey's sitting on the pilot's oh. knee. Just saying. <laughs> because you're a tart. <laughs> I'm just saying it and used to be quite interesting being able to go up into the cockpit. I, I remember that. I remember going in the cockpit. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. I used to work for ANSET. And oh, did you? Yeah, I did. And I used to fly from state to state and I'd sit in what they call the jump seat, which is behind the pilot. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, so, it was uber cool. Yeah, I loved uber it. Cool. You can't do that anymore. No, no. I'm no. not sure many pilots would have me sitting on their knee now. I, I just know. Well, I don't know, Kimmy. Know. <laughs> depends, what, depends what's in it for them, love. <laughs> 
the Mile High Club. Here. On that note, we've we always got to go there, don't we? You know, she just sneaks it in I right at the very end. Every time. She sneaks it in. Every time. Skanky $2 crack hole. <laughs> she always squeezes that one. <laughs> have a great trip, you tart. <laughs> you have a great trip to America. Yeah. So join us next week on Up for a Chat and be part of the ripple effect that's changing the world. And we will see you on the ride. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Are you ready to take your life to the next level? What about being world-class in anything that you do? Ready to hang out with like-minded people and mix with the wellness leaders of Australia? If your answer is yes to any of these questions, then we'll love to see you at the Wellness Summit. But hurry, it's fast approaching, coming up on Saturday, August the 17th at the Crown Melbourne. Tickets are just $147 and can be booked online at thewellnesssummit.com. See you there. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.